Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Today's subject to the coaching conversation, I thought would be talking about how it feels to be a coachee. What what is the experience like? And I have been coached myself personally, so I, I know what that's like. And clearly I've coached a lot of people, so I've sat the other side of the desk as well. Well, what I thought I'd do to start with is give an outline of what a coaching program looks like and then we can talk about individual program elements and and individual coaching sessions so a coaching program is typically around a series of objectives goals four five six really big things that the person wants to change in their life, in their career. And they can be a combination of of what they know they want to address and what they believe or they agree that their sponsor, their, their, the person paying the bill, wants them to work on. There's very rarely a de- definition of this is how good i got to get or this is the problem I've got to solve. It's It's more get better at learn to deal with rather than get A stars in this particular subject. A coaching program often lasts between six and 12 months with a monthly session of about two hours, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter, so that there is space between each session for the coachee to work on the things they've committed to do so in simple terms the coachee has identified the things they want to change in their life in their career the big things and as each session unfolds they agree that they're going to do certain things differently on each of those goals and objectives to make the progress that they're looking for and in reality It's a cumulative process. You don't identify the problem in session one and put it to bed by session two. Usually they're big, meaty subjects. And so there's a journey that they're going on through the course of the program. And each session is a review of that progress in the previous month. Lessons learned, celebrating success, planning work for the next session, the next month. And it can be a very wide-ranging conversation, as you can probably imagine. So as a coachee, you are committing to change in your life. As a coach, you're looking to find ways to help them do that, to think about how they might do that, and then to hold them accountable for the things they promised that they would do for themselves during the course of that programme. You're also a support function, not everything goes right. 
sometimes things are happen along the way that we weren't expecting and you, you help them pick up and make the most of those situations. Occasionally, some of the goals do get put to bed during the course of the program and you can add new ones along the way if you choose to. So, as a coachee, what's it like? Well, the first thing is have a conversation around the ground rules before the, the coaching program starts. And that is outline the program itself. Outline some of the tools that might be being used as well as the program. So, for example, are they going to take a psychometric test? So, for example, are they going to do a 360-degree feedback survey? For example, are they going to do some background reading or some specific learning on a particular subject? I then get them in that early pre-program meeting to think very deeply about the priority of the things they want to work on. What are the half a dozen or so things in their life they really, really want to change? There's no point doing small things. There's no point doing stuff that's not important or not going to generate a level of emotion, enthusiasm, energy, because really it's a waste of everybody's time and money. So then we get to the first session. And obviously if there's been a 360-degree feedback or a psychometric test, you can deal with that. But equally, <clears throat> having identified what the main goals are. As a coach, I'd spend quite a bit of time in the first session unpacking each of those to be sure we really understand the issue that's at stake. Now, if it's a relationship issue, what is it about the relationship? How does it manifest? What are the problems that it generates? Not necessarily what the causes of it are, but what is it at the heart of this relationship that's a problem? If it's a, a hard skill such as public speaking, go through examples of where there's been a problem. Go through examples of the impact it's had on them in the past. And so you absolutely spend the first part of the first session clarifying precisely the challenge that they're trying to meet and then you move on to a conversation around well what could be different then what 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 would you like to experiment with to try to, to do differently that's going to give you a better outcome or hopefully give you a better outcome And if you do that for half a dozen or so key objectives, you'll get a small number for each objective of things that are going to be tried in the coming month. But it adds up to quite a lot. You know, two times six is 12. That's 12 things they're doing that they weren't previously going to be doing. And some of them can, can be big or can be risky. Some of them can be adventurous. Some can involve a lot of time. If it's a studying program, they've got to learn something. So then we get to the next session, session two, and we're going to look at what happened. 
I personally do a, a session record. At the end of each session, I send the coachee a short summary of, of, of what we've said we were talking about and then a list of the things they've committed to do between that session and the next. And all of that is couched within the overall coaching goals for that program, which don't really change other than some might get finished and some might get added as we go along. So we use that session record as the prompt, as the starting point for how did you get on in the second session? How did that go? What was the learning? What went really well? What was not so successful? And clearly you then move on to the next phase of, so what are you going to do next? What happens in the next month? How do you move this to another level? So having got the learning, having got the experience of progress, how do you build on it and take yourself forward from here? Clearly, you then get to session three, and it's a repeat of the same process, but a completely different content. Clearly, you've no idea what you're going to be presented with as a coach as to what the outcomes have been. And clearly, they're not all going to have been successful. Some, some will be difficult. And as you go through the program, bearing in mind we're now talking about months, other things may well have arisen. Some, something of the moment may have occurred that they need to talk about and get advice on. And you're not going to say, that's not on the list. If it's important to them, you're going to give them the time that you think it needs without losing focus on the rest of the goals. If it is minutiae or you'll believe it is a, it's trivial or a distraction, clearly you would do your best to persuade them of that. So as a coachee, these dates are in your diary. You know they're coming. And you know you're either going to meet your coach face-to-face -face or you're going to do it on Zoom. You know that the accountability is coming. I said I was going to do these things and I've either done them or I haven't. I've either been successful or I've failed. And so the date in the diary is a cru crucial and critical part of the program. It's a milestone. It's a moment when you together review what's going on and plan the next steps. Sessions for me are closed. They're, they're, they're strictly between me and the coachee. And so they can be as open and as honest as, as they need to be. They, they can share feelings and emotions. They can explore anything they feel they need to explore that's going to enable them to make the progress that they need to make. I'm not going to go tittle-tattling to anybody. And as I've said in previous conversations... I'm only going to be concerned about the confidentiality if they tell me they're committing a crime or they're doing something to the detriment of the sponsor, the person who's paying the bill. Because that way, they can genuinely trust me. They can genuinely get the best from the programme that's possible. I do often have a halfway point review with the sponsor. Now, this is not a three-way conversation. This is a one-way conversation with me and the sponsor. I'll tell them what I think the generality of progress, doing very well, very committed, they do the things I say they're going to do. I see real change in this and that and the other thing. And then I encourage the sponsor to tell me what they see. Do you see changes in behavior? Do you see things you're pleased about? 
Are there any concerns that you've got? And, and 99 times out of 100, they are seeing the progress they want. They are pleased with what's going on. And it's not normally a difficult conversation. As we move into the second half of the program, you're probably dealing with somebody who has really, as a coach, really delved into the nitty gritty of the problems that they're trying to address, the challenges they're trying to overcome. And so you're probably now down to the tricky bits, the, 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 the hard graft, the, the risky piece that needs to be tackled and, and persevered with. And it could be that it's just new habits. They've got to really now adopt new ways of doing things as a de facto position. It could be that the relationship they've been trying to work on has got to a stage where they have shifted it, but they've still not got it to the level that they would like it to be. And therefore there's more risk to be taken, there's more work to be put in. And if it's a hard skill that they've been teaching themselves, they've been learning, the actual application and experience of that skill is beginning to show them why it was difficult in the first place. So as a coachee, what you're seeing is you eat the elephant one mouthful at a time, one month at a time. You have all of these goals, half a dozen or so, and you are progressively tackling them and building on that success and, and continuously adding to the progress that you've made. So when you get to the end of the program, which could be six months, could be 12 months, you'd look back and you'd say, wow, haven't I come a long way? And I do do that. No, I don't just wait for the end of the program. If I get to the halfway mark, I might do a review. If I get to the three quarters of mark, I might do a review. Clearly at the end, I do a review. You started here. Where do you think you are now? This is what you want to achieve. Do you believe you've achieved it or you've achieved more? Because as you come to the end of the program, celebrating the success, understanding the journey that you've been on is enormous in terms of not taking it for granted. As you've gone through those six months, nine months, 12 months, the coach has achieved a great deal and it hasn't come at no price. But they can have now achieved a, a level of performance, a level of comfort that they kind of think they've had all the time, which clearly isn't true. Celebrating that success is important to understanding that there might even be further work at a later date. I like coaching programs to be discreet. I like them to have a beginning and an end. I, I like them to be objective related. I like them to be change focused. I don't want a series of ongoing conversations, helpful and supportive as they may be, but they're not actually addressing issues. They're not actually adding to the capability of the individual. Now I have got people, teams of people that I've coached for many years. But usually there's a gap between each program. Usually we start with a series of objectives, we achieve them, then we stop. And then we pick up again 
three, four, five, six months later, and move to another level. Sometimes, if that's a team, there are new new entrants to that team, and sometimes there are people that have left. Either way, the journey is personal. Either way, the progress that's made, the experience that's had, is entirely unique to the coach. And it's entirely for them to set the pace. It's entirely for them to be satisfied or otherwise with the progress that they've made. Clearly the sponsor wants to see progress. That's what he or she is paid for. But nonetheless, the important thing is it's a one a single journey for the individual. I hope that's helped. I hope that's given you an insight to what a coaching program is for the individual. And I'll see you again soon. So there you have it. The latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. Hope you found it interesting. Hope you found it useful. You can find out more about our coaching programs at theexecutivemindset.co.uk. If you want to reach out, you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. You can book a free 30-minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk, which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you. And if you really enjoyed the session, do please rate us, do please give us a review. And nothing more for me to say other than see you next time.